time back up to full. That's gotta be such a whiplash, like, in-universe, you know? To, like, get knocked out, just completely lose all your hit points, and then suddenly right back to full within, like, 15 minutes. Yep. 31 points of radiant damage. Okay. And I drop. Whoa. Yeah, just hold on a second. I'm holding my head because that just seems so painful just there. <laughs> I'm going to break off a tooth and hand it to uh, uh, no one. One of your own teeth? No, yes. <laughs> yeah, I reach into my own mouth. No. The re-roll is strong with this one. It's okay. Being, being superhuman allows us to just forget the fact that we almost died. Chapter 209, The Gnome Home. Okay. So in the last episode, you had approached the gnome home and had done a little poking around inside, found a dead uh, yeti body, uh, the, maybe the biggest yeti body you'd ever seen. And then when uh, Noan and Adri had retreated from the gnome home to go make the report to you, they got about the middle of the gnome settlement or the ruined gnome settlement and noticed that there were eyes looking out of the snowdrifts at them. Uh, they realized pretty quickly that those were Yeti and they were out to get them and chaos ensued. And um, just, you know, behind the dungeon master screen, everybody, I kind of imagine you'd like all go to the uh, gnome home and get caught by the Yeti. As a group together, not completely split up like this. It's made it uh, quite a bit more interesting than I thought it would be. But there we are. It is very I actually blame myself for that because I met, I completely missed, utterly missed that we were a quarter of a mile away. Cause it's, I, wouldn't I was have kind of picturing it that way, too. Like we were a lot closer to the mouth of the cave, but mm -hmm. that's okay. We're a lot closer to the mouth of the Yeti. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so things are a bit... Um, Terrific right now, in the bad sense. Um, Jade and Noan have been paralyzed by the Yeti's chilling gaze. Um, and Arlen is down in the snow. Um, the good news on the side, though, is that this round, Cotter and Creval will arrive and can help reinforce everything. Okay, so, top of the round, and um, we get to start with Adri. Um... No one is paralyzed in the middle of two Yeti there. You're on the edge there. You're kind of surrounded by Yeti. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, so far, you guys all took out white, which was fantastic. Um, but then um, staff has been hit a couple of times and purple has been hit all of once. So what do you want to do? All right. I'm going to spend a key point to um, dash. It doesn't look like I'm in a threatened square, so you I won't get an attack of opportunity. Um, I'm going to go behind that. Well, I guess I could just move, huh? That's yeah. not that far away. One, two, three. You got four, a sixty five. move, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have fifty. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move myself as far as I can, and then I'm going is. to. How how are all three of them looking that are left? So, um, staff over here mm -hmm. has, been, me. has nice. been hit uh, 
several times. Um, and then Purple's been hit once. Knight hasn't even been touched. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Would I have it? No, I guess because you probably saw me. I, I would just... I'm just going to shoot Staff twice. Yeah, that, that seems I'm... like the most um, advantageous one because he could go after Arlen or Jade yeah. in this next round. So. All right. I'm going to shoot Staff twice. Um, for a 19. Definitely. Uh, for 11 points of damage. Okay. And then a 16. Yep. For 14 points of damage. Ouch. Um, then... Yeah, he's looking a little dinged up now. I, um... I'm thinking, like... I could... Are they... When they do their Cone of Cold, is it a spell or is it just, like, an ability thing that they do? It just is an ability thing. It says they exhale a 10-foot cone of frigid air. So it's okay. not like it's a spell or anything. Okay. They're just naturally extremely cold. All right. Then I guess that's it for me. I'm going to hopefully not... Um, oh, but I will expend a key point for patient defense just in case. Okay. <laughs> Since I didn't dash, I, I can do that. Very good. All okay. Right. That's it for me. And then uh, purple attempts to go, and it's since you're paralyzed in front of it, it's going to go after you there, Noan. And it gets um, a 24 and a 19. So I'm going to assume the first one hits and the second one does not. Correct. Okay. So six points of slashing and nine points of cold on that hit. Swell. Yep. I do like how no one is so dexterous and so just like monkey that in like monk ish that even, even paralyzed, paralyzed yep. his high decks and monk abilities allow him to just not get hit by things. Yep. Um, anyway, um, then Cotter, you get to go. You can enter the field of battle at this point in time. Yes. Um, can we say that I'm 30 feet away from staff? Sure. Okay. I will run up to staff. Okay. And I will hit staff twice with my long sword that is also on fire. Are you rolling things? Um, I was rolling something, yes. I'm not telling you what it's going to be either. Okay. I will attack. So first attack is a 12. 12 does not hit. Can you do anything that makes a 12 hit? Or is it spelled only? out cold. Um, oh, you're on the ground. I'm, Never mind. Yeah, I'm dead. Okay. Warlog, War God's Blessing plus 10. Oh, uh, that's a 22 to hit. Uh, I'm going to third level Divine Smite this guy. So that's one for the hit. One for the smite. One, two, three for a third level. Okay. Wait, let me do that math again. Sorry. One for the hit. One for the smite. One, two, three. Okay. All right. So that is eight points of fire damage. Okay. And once again, you see fear in its eyes when you uh, strike it with the fire. And 23 points of slashing damage. Okay, so... Okay. So, yeah, that takes a chunk out of it. Second attack. Aw. Okay, that's a 10. Okay, no. Okay, anything else? Um... 
I do not have any bonus action healing, so. Okay. That's it. So it is uh, next up would be Kraval. Kraval, you get to run onto the field of battle. I'm good where I'm at. Um, yeah. Sorry, no one. Um, I'm going to offer a prayer to Nuwada and point my glaive to the sky and a very thin beam of light will shoot up into the sky and sort of disappear, almost like a pin dot. And then centered... One, two, three, four. God, sorry, no one. Right in front of no one and exploding out in a 60 foot. Let me try to bring this right. Yeah, in a 30 foot radius, 40 foot, foot high cylinder of bright light will slam down. Wow. And every creature in the cylinder must make a constitution saving throw. So you're going to do it so it encompasses... Um, so, that, so that... No, I'm not... Staff? No, I'm not going to hit... I'm not going to hit uh, Cotter. I'm not going to hit Jade. I'm but, not going to hit... Yeah. Which I think is Adri. It's literally just going to be big enough that it hits... Staff, staff and Knight and no one And unfortunately, yeah. no one In purple. Okay. And what, and what is the spell? It's from Xanthar's. It's called Dawn. Okay. And what do they have to do? Constitution save. Okay. So the Constitution save for Knight is a 14. And Constitution for Purple is a 11. And Constitution for Staff is a 15. Did any of those make it? None of those made okay, it. Okay, they, they take, take it full on. Points of radiant damage. Well, How many points? And, and the constitution save for no one is six. Okay. So everybody <laughs> takes no the one. full full amount. What was the full amount again? 31 points of radiant damage. Okay. And I drop. Whoa. Has that ever happened in this game? Has no one ever dropped a zero hit point? I think a couple times. I don't Not think often. I've ever been killed by my own party in such a way. <laughs> actually, I think this is the first time no one's actually been down. I don't know. Um, it's been a long, long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, um, I armor class for like most of this. Uh, I think he went down in um, when we went to Caleb's settings mm. the first time. That zombie one shot taught him not to run in the middle of things and get taken out. Yep. Okay, so that's the first time Knight's been hit, and they seem to get him pretty good. Um, it uh, also wailed on Purple pretty good. Um, staff looks like it, Staff is barely functioning at this point in time. So, interesting. Okay, and no one's down, and Arlen's down. Uh, that's This is getting to be all sorts of giggly fun. Okay, so uh, next up after Creval is Arlen. So give us a death saving throw, Arlen. Happy face. Okay, one happy face for Arlen. And then next up is Jade. Can Jade unparalyze? No. What'd you get? 11. Uh, sorry, 11. Uh, that's round four of paralysis. Yeah. Three four paralysis. Out of, four four out of 10. Because for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then uh, next up is Noan. So we need a death saving throw from Noan. And then a paralysis saving throw. Um, he got an 18 or 16 on the on the uh, dead saving throw so happy and then how about paralysis saving throw kind of unconscious does it even matter yeah you can still yeah. shake it off 
Yeah, you can. Your your constitution can uh, still. Seventeen. No, still paralyzed. Oh my gosh, you have no chance, Mel. No. <laughs> she is a. I have to roll like a natural twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the DC is going to be like twenty two. What, what is your con bonus or penalty? Plus one. one. Plus one. So yeah, we only have to get like a sixteen or something. Seventeen. Yeah. I'll do my best to get near you. For there a we round. go. To give you a plus four. Actually, I I guess she's not quite close enough. Okay, and then next up, oh, like two feet, is um, white, and white is uh looking absolutely panicked. White, white, I hope dead. not. Sorry, not white. Yeah, white staff, is looking panicked, and staff it's is looking very panicked because you hit it with fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to turn and breathe on mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and is Creval also within thirty feet? No, nope. Just outside. Just, just outside? outside. Barely outside. Okay. So it's going to uh, just affect Creval. No. no. Just affect Cotter. Yeah. And give me a constitution saving throw. Can't tell the players without a program here. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Not one. Not one. So that's a seven. Full in the face. Yeah, but I didn't roll terribly good here. I'm happy you didn't stop it just terribly. So, um... 52 points of damage. Oh my gosh. As you take it full in the face. I can take another. Okay. And then... But I don't want to take another. Knight gets to go. Uh, Staff needs to make the constitution saving throw. Oh, what for? He ended his turn in the cylinder. Oh, Oh, so there's an ongoing thing. That's even interesting. So uh, what saving throw does it need to make? Constitution? Constitution. Okay, and that's a nat one. Hey, back to back. Now, is that from finishing your turn in the cylinder or starting your turn in the cylinder? Finishing. Okay. 22 points of radiant. And he crisps and goes down. Man, if only that had gone like six seconds sooner. All right, and that affects me too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So what do I need to do? Make uh, make another no, death save? You automatically you, fail and you take matter. the No, it's a con save. Hmm? Saving throw. I thought you just I fail, hit. so I take a fail. So you get a an unhappy face in this as well. Oh, hopefully they they die before. This, no this seems, I know this seems cruel. Just I have a plan. It's just madness at its finest. Yeah. No <laughs> one dies, and then we revive it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. And then um. And hmm. so um, night gets to go, and. It's going to run forward, realizing that there's now something going on with the, uh, the thing, and will go um, beside Cotter. And Cotter, it fixes you with its chilling gaze, so constitution saving throw. 24. Okay, you are able to throw it off, and it's going to try to whack you twice with its attacks. Uh, 26 and uh, 27. Those hit. I was thinking they would. So the first one, ooh, max damage. 19 points of slashing damage. Okay. And six points of cold damage. And the second one, five points of slashing damage and six points of cold damage. Uh, I've lost like 90 hit points in the last round. Oh, no. Okay, and we get to top of the round. Okay, so only two of the baddies still up there, Adri, but the bad news is that two of the baddies are still up there, Adri. Badry? Badries. Purple or that little mummy guy go? Uh, purple, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, on, uh, he goes at the beginning of the round. 
Right, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and sorry, there's it's purple and night left. Yeah, mm-hmm. night is next to Cotter and purple's next to Noan. Okay, and is purple taking an interest in the the passed out monk in front of him? He seems to be more interested in the stuff that's standing upright at this point. Okay. Um, Perhaps and you. Between, and okay, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot purple because he's there. Um, how, how's purple looking? He's been hit twice now, so he's still pretty hale. Okay, and and it probably wouldn't be a good idea for me to go into the, the cylinder. Radiant. I would say no. Okay, all right. So I'm, I'll just shoot him. Cons- considering no one is currently medium rare and heading straight for medium at this point. <laughs> yeah. All right, twenty four. Yes. To hit, uh, twelve points of damage. Ouch. And then twenty nine. Yep for another 12 points okay i won't be needing that for a while <laughs> and and that's it okay very good okay and then it gets to go and it was not in the least bit happy with that so it's going to run over by you so it can go 40 feet is that enough to get there yep mm-hmm. um, we're assuming Let's and see. is it too late to say key point for patient defense definitely not okay key point for patient defense that that would be wise <laughs> Is that still in the radius? No. No? Okay. Barely not. Yeah. Okay, and it is going to fix you with this chilling gaze, so give me a constitution saving throw. 14? No, you take... Uh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no. I I can luck point that. Yes. But I already know the outcome. I think you already knew the outcome just the way you said it there. Yeah. So but yeah, we'll, mean, we'll let you luck point this one. Roll it before I say what the the first thing is. Okay. So I'll just yeah, that's me. You'll just die. Yeah, please. it's okay. <laughs> so twenty four points of cold damage from the uh, from the thing, and you're paralyzed for one minute. And then it tries to strike you twice with its claws. The first one is a twenty eight. The second one's an eighteen. I think both those get you. Yeah, and the the disadvantage it would get from dodge doesn't matter because I'm paralyzed, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, because the it gets advantage on you because you are paralyzed. Yeah, so it, it evens out. So the first one, um, sixteen points of slashing damage. Yeah, I'm I'm already knocked out. Okay, from... so it knocks you to the ground, and then it starts looking around for another target, and there's nothing closer, so it'll stop at that point. Okay, yay. <laughs> So, Kraval and Cotter, maybe you can do something to remedy this situation here. Um, and so, next up is, in fact, Cotter. Um, Knight is in front of you, has taken um, mm-hmm. only one hit from the Radiant. I don't know if you can yeah. shove him back in the Radiant or something. But... Uh, I kind of just want to heal 65. Um, that, might, any... that might be a good idea. Yeah, because I'm at 19. I'm going to heal 65. No, I'm going to heal 60. Okay. So I'm up to 79. Okay, anything else for this round? Um, Do you have a bonus action healing word or something? I do not have healing word. Mm. That would be really convenient, though. That would be really convenient right now. Um, I should have precast a spell, but I was sprinting too much. Oh, well. Yeah, that, that's... Never mind. Ah, uh, that actually changes a lot, but what? it doesn't really. Okay. 
Uh, improved Divine Smite. I should have added 1d8 to both my hits. But uh, Staff is dead, so it doesn't matter. Dead, yeah. Okay. You've taken him out a little sooner, but um, yeah. Okay. And then next on the hit parade is Kraval. Kraval, what can you do to, to remedy the situation here? I will drop Dawn. Because I don't want to fry anybody else. And everyone's out of the cone anyways. Except for no one. Exactly. Well, no, I can move it. Okay. But I'm oh. going to drop it. And instead, at fourth level, I will cast aid. So, Cotter, Arlen, and Noan will get 20 hit... Wait, 5, 10... I'm sorry. 15 hit points added to their maximum. And on top of that, they are healed for... 15 hit points. Okay, so Noan and Arlen get 15 apiece and are awake. And Cotter, you get 15 more. Yay. Uh, my eyes flutter open, but I'm still paralyzed. I'm just down. And then as my movement, I would like to move closer to Noan. How much closer? Oh, my way back there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you I'm didn't move forward. Off to the left. Yeah. How 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 far away from Noan am I? Uh. Um. At this point, you're thirty 15. feet. You're thirty. Fifteen. No, definitely not fifteen. Five, ten, fifteen. No one's on the square where his body is. Not the square. I thought. Hmm. So twenty. Twenty feet. Twenty yeah. feet away. You're twenty feet now. After you move your full move closer. Okay, that'll work. And then as a bonus action, because I can see where things are going, I would like to rage. Okay. Yay. Very good. Well, that uh, made things a little bit better off. And then next up on the hit parade is Arlen, who is now awake on the ground. Okay. Um, bonus action. Drink the potion of greater healing. Okay. So I regain... Fourteen hit points. Okay, and Arlen, you feel like you now have access to first level spells. All right, you have Get infinite ready to first die. level spells now. This this uh, this uh, terrible thing that just happened to you. I'm just um, kidding. Apparently have... has uh, hardened your resolve. First level doesn't really do much for me. Uh, is it first level spells or first level spell slots? First level spells. What would first level spell slots do for me? Uh, if you have a fifth level spell slot, you could really upcast a first level spell. That's true. And you do have your spell slots. You have all that energy. Oh. <laughs> but. Magic missile at fifth level. Eh, I could do a seventh level magic missile right now. <laughs> I could do a seventh level magic missile. We're going to stand up. And we're going to do a seventh level magic missile in white as well, right? I guess at... night. Night. Night, okay. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just a thought, Knight's been hit once, but Purple's been hit a bunch of times. We'll do... I mean, he's still looking pretty hale, but he's been hit a bunch of times. Uh... Hmm. We'll do all 7th uh, level Magic Missile on Knight. Okay, on Knight. And this is plus... Plus 9. And 1 Sorcery Point to reroll my 1s. Because you can do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Nice. Three, three, and four from all your ones. Four, three. Uh, 20. You have four threes, two. so that's three fours. 
Don't confuse him. 28. 37 points of force damage. To Knight? Yeah. Okay. Wow. So that, that hit him pretty hard. He looks about as banged up as Purple does now. Kaboom. Okay. PK so you guys are amazed to see Arlen hop up and PK magic cash. missiles come flying out of him, which you haven't PK seen in a while. Storm. Okay. And then next up is Jade. No. What'd you roll? I rolled a seven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You only have to roll a, a, a 4% of what you can possibly roll or something like that. Okay. No, 5% and then no one. You wake up on the ground. You're still paralyzed. You're still paralyzed. So the odds are literally That's on the last turn. On my constitution you save. break free from the paralysis. You'll be Yay. able to do something next okay. round. I'm going to stand ne- up. Next round. I'll let him stand up oh, for this round. Stand up? Yeah. And, and purple turns I around and attacks. You cannot move. No, the uh, oh. the uh, paralysis, paralysis ends at the end of the turn. Purple turns okay. around and attacks. Yep. Yeah. But you, but you kind of come shakily to your feet. Okay. And then we go top of the round again. And Adri, on the ground, what are you going to do? Is it a is it a well, happy face I'm or a sad face? So, yeah. Uh, and happy face, yay. yay. Yay, what'd you get? Uh, 15. Not bad. Very good. So one happy face for Adri. Okay, and then purple gets to go. And seeing as it knocked Adri down, it's going to come running over by Creval. Good, and it is going to breathe, and I believe Arlen's out of the 30-foot cone, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. So Arlen, it just, you know, poofs at your feet in a terrifying manner, but I need um, Creval and Cotter to make constitution saving throws. You do get a plus four. 31. Do you make it? That's a 25. Okay, you both make it, so you only take half damage, finally, someone does. Ooh, but I rolled a lot of, lot of eights here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I have a feeling we're really happy we passed. So, um, yeah, this is interesting. So Knight is on, still in the cone, did not see this coming. And, but luckily it's immune to cold because mm-hmm. it took... Uh, it would have taken 69 points of damage. So um, Cotter and Creval, um only take 34 34 points of damage because you saved. I take 17 because I'm raging and I saved. Okay. Woo-woo. Very good. So, uh, yeah, that uh, if, if Yeti weren't immune to cold, that would have dropped. Uh, that would have dropped night. Okay. So that's Purple's turn, and then Cotter gets to go. What are you going to do, Cotter? I'm going to turn and hit Knight twice. Or I'm, I'm still facing him. I'm going to hit Knight twice. Okay. First attack is a 19. Hits. That's going to be a third level Divine Smite. For one for the sword. And you remember to put the improved in this time. One for the smite, one for the improved smite, and three for the level. As well as... 2d6 fire. Alright, so that's 4 points of fire damage. 4 times 7 is 28, plus 3 is 31 points of damage. Okay. Second attack. 
And he's looking really shaky. Yeah, and that was with the four fire as well. Mm-hmm. Second attack is a 16 to hit. Hits. And that'll be a second level divine smite. So one fewer d8. You're remembering your approved divine smite this time, right? Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. I am. Made sure to check it. All right, so that's six points of fire damage. Okay. A 27 points of slashing damage. Oh, wow. It looks like you could just breathe on him and knock him over. He's so wobbly mm-hmm. at this point. Unfortunately, that's Kreval's job. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of that, Kreval, you're next. Um, Adri's down. No one's paralyzed. Jade's paralyzed. Arlen's up. Our, uh, no, no one is not no, paralyzed. He stayed last round. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. That's right. He, yeah, un- he unparalyzed down. last round. Very good. Um vastly unamused uh in my head is how it looks no uh is gonna look at the creature that just let out this ice breath and little prickles of ice are breaking off his scales as he turns his head and he's just gonna return the favor and hit him with lightning breath nice does a dexterity save okay 16 what does that do it just makes it okay and is this uh uh, you're going after purple then, the one that went after after you. Yes, sir. That okay. will be eight points of lightning. Okay. And then war priests. Uh, uh, wow, I can't remember called war priest something. Um, when I make an attack, I get to use a bonus action to make a weapon attack. So I'm going to rip the glaive from crotch to chin under with him. Okay. I'd like to do so recklessly. Sounds good. That does not sound good. Yeah. But oh, it does. Natural twenty. Oh, ow! Okay. I, I am worried, but I like it so far. Paul is not amused. Ha ha! Your breath uh, weapon. That would be. Oh, I can do math. Hold on. Twenty-two points of slashing damage. Okay. So he's looking pretty wobbly there. Anything else? Uh, that's everything, sir. Okay. So uh, next up is Arlen. Arlen the. Knight looks like even like breathing on him would knock him over. Yeah, I'm going to cast a level six magic missile. I'm going to allocate. You figure like even one magic missile would probably take out Knight at this point in time. Uh, He looks so bad. One, two, three, four, five, six. You should should hit him with one and a half magic missiles for safety. Not how that works, but whatever. Um, For Knight, he takes five points of damage. And collapses. Yay. He had and one hit point left. Purple. He takes one sorcery point to reroll my ones. Nice. Nice. Two <laughs> fours. Good. <laughs> the reroll is strong with this one. 23 plus six is 29. 29. Wow. Points of force damage. He looks like he's barely standing. And he knock over Knight. Very good. Happily. And then, um, Jade? Yeah. Can you oh. can you do it? Roll high, roll high. 15. Oh, oh so close. If I was only two squares square closer. closer. Two squares closer. Eight square closer. Nope, it's, yeah. it's 15 feet in a diagonal. Okay, and then Noan, you're finally on your feet and happy. What are you going to do? Okay. Adri's so... down and bleeding out. Um... Looks like I'm gonna go stabilize Adrian. Purple is barely hanging on. 
They can take care of purple. I will go stabilize Adri. Okay, so run on over there. Give me a medicine check. Plus eight. Uh, 25. That definitely does it. You're able to stabilize her. So Adri is stable. Okay. And then we go top of the round, and it is Adri who's stable, so she's unconscious in the snow. And then Cotter, what are you going to do? I'm gonna run. I'm going to run over and hit purple and stand next to uh, Jade. Okay. I, I need to hit purple. No. <laughs> okay. So first attack is a nat one. Oh, too bad. Second attack is it's a nat, nat one. one. <laughs> Maybe I should have just stood next to Jade. <laughs> well, you're still standing next to Jade. Kraval, can you uh, do anything to help out here? Yeah, just hold on a second. I'm holding my head because that just seems so painful just there. Uh, <laughs> it's a nat one. Um, I will swing at the creature in front of me. Okay. Recklessly. Wait, did it go? It goes at the beginning of the round. Did I, I rolled a two. Actually, yeah, it, sh it should have gone to attack Kraval first, right? I have no idea. I don't have the initial list. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we totally missed it in that whole mess there. So um, I will gladly take the chance to re-roll my attacks. Nope, well, they already said. So it's going to, yeah, we, we skipped that one. So let's go. It's going to fix you with its uh, chilling gaze there, uh, Kraval. Okay, what type of save is that? Uh, Constitution. Plus four because the paladin. 32. Okay, no problem there. And then it tries to swing at you twice. With advantage because it's... And it gets a 30 and a 14. Wow. A 14 misses, the 30 hits. So it gets... 12 points of slashing and 7 points of cold. Awesome. Now do I get to attack? Yes. Now that we adjudicated that part. 26 to hit? Yes. 13 points of slashing damage? And you just slice it open and down it goes. Um, I'd like to drop rage. Are we out of combat? Mm -hmm. We are, since everybody's either stable or paralyzed or what have you. Um, I'd like to take one step closer to Jade Claw. And I will cast Lesser Restoration on her to remove her paralysis. Okay. Don't worry, I only had 30 more seconds of it. <laughs> yeah, but you look cold. I try try it one more time, though. I will head over to uh, Adri, and um, I'll just kind of like just drop down on my knees next to her and hope she doesn't hate this too much because it's not going to be nice. At least not nice looking. Um, I will cast Life Transference because it's the best heal I have. So I'm going to take... 23 points of necrotic damage as blood begins to seep out from under my scales and turn into a mist and then flow into her and she will take 40 and she will regain 46 hit points yowza hey, thank you okay and the uh, snow flurries settle and you find yourselves in the middle of the ruined gnome habitation um, what do you guys want to do? Anybody need to roll hit dice or anything? Or yes, yeah. I'm gonna break so. off a tooth and hand it to uh, uh, no one. One of your own teeth? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I reach into my own mouth. No. From uh, purple. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I add. I'm gonna add that to my necklace. Yeah. Kerval needs so a no one tooth. I'm gonna meditate. 
and regain for a moment regain 39 points of damage uh it's three and it's yeah three three at a time um yes oh oh no nice, nice. one one and three it's okay i can heal as well um five plus nine is 14 plus six is 20 so that's up to 80 I will uh, do a 10-minute prayer, and I'll cast a uh, prayer of healing at third level. So 10 minutes later, everyone will get 3d10 healing. One sec. 3d10? Everyone? Mm -hmm. no, I think he's rolling, the, he's rolling the 3d10. Oh, are you rolling the 3d10? Yes, I am. Okay. It's, uh, actually, it's not bad. 6, 12, 18, 22 points of healing more. So I'm at 102. Okay, now I'm back up to full. That's got to be such a whiplash, like, in-universe, you know, to, like, get knocked out, just completely lose all your hit points, and then suddenly right back to full within, like, 15 minutes. Yep. I I've, I've always kind of thought that basically your wounds close, but not necessarily the fatigue from being turned into a human punching bag. Yeah. I, I have to assume that, too, because that's got to, like, psychologically. Um. <laughs> it almost makes sense that once that happens you know you take a level or two of exhaustion because you were like well i mean let's the, not give him any suggestions i think at least five <laughs> levels of exhaustion it's okay being being superhuman allows us to just forget the fact that we almost died um you're made of tougher stuff than that how and long PTSD. how long does the aid spell last for eight hours eight hours okay then well i'm um, are you up 15 my regular hit point maximum i'm seven away and then i'm 15 plus seven okay. uh, i'll use a second level uh healing uh spell cure, cure wounds. wounds cure wounds on arlen and you regain uh shoot <laughs> i i heal like legit so infrequently i don't actually know oh. i just use like GBG maybe, maybe you should dive powers. into this a little more often then um proficiency plus Wisdom? I don't think so. Charisma? Charisma? Is charisma your casting modifier? Yeah. Is it so, Craval, you can't help yeah. but notice that if uh, this was a uh, trophy trail that you were on, that you would come back with great honor because these are clearly the largest yeti that you have run into. 18 hit points. Oh, and I'm, I'm aware. While we're all healing, I'm using the dagger and a little bit of noan and... Uh, if Adri will help, Adri's help, and even Arlen, if he'll do it. And I'm skinning all these guys. I'm okay. taking their pelts. Well, um, that's basically like taking a couple of uh, minivan full of uh, pelts, but you can take as much as you can carry, so that would be good. Bag of holding. Yep. Multiple bags of holding. I love I love a minivan. Mommy mobile. I'm also going to actually heal myself with a second level. And, and you notice, uh, Craval, that even with the pelt removed... That it's still frigid to the touch. I mean, these are just creatures of cold. Something to give to uh, Kava when I see her, and then mm -hmm. maybe one or two can go with the Cotter. I'm going to take a wild assumption that there's absolutely no way I can take the head of one of these and stuff it in a bag, right? Yeah, they're no. huge. They are absolutely huge. However, it probably will keep. You know what? If I you will just do cut it off. Uh, do Yetis have horns? Let's take a look. I mean, pretty sure they do. Can, yeah. can you just take the head? Why? I mean, it'll. Like, yeah, can, they, can they, we they just do in fact it? have horns. 
It's too well, once heavy. Once I remove the skin from the skull, I think I'll take a couple of horns as well, just to really give a, a just to take some sort of trophy because the skull was too big. Yep. You should make a drinking horn out of one. Oh, I was just thinking about that. I'm wicked. thinking. I think the three brothers now have matching drinking horns. And Dave, and and they magically. I'm good. <laughs> and, and they magically keep any beverage cold um, indefinitely. That's canon. That is now canon. You heard it. Yep. The horn of cool refreshment. Yes. Yep. Okay, so you guys um, pick yourself up off the snow and do some healing. Uh, is anybody still down at any hit points at all? I'm down four. I'm down, I'm down like... 11, but that's okay. How much are you down? 20-something. You're down 20-something? Yep. Okay. But it's fine, like, middle of the day. We're almost sleeping. Uh, probably not though. Like I will heal you. Let's these see, things were wounds. like hiding in snowbanks. First level cure Is wounds. It two horns per yeti. Yes. Heal thirteen. So you can have up to eight horns if you want. I want. Yeah, I I wrote down yeti drinking horn keeps liquids cold. Yep. Probably because these are so large, but um, yeah, we could probably sell some too. Sort of what I'm thinking. When we get back to uh, somewhere safe, I'll drill them out so we can actually use them as cups. Are aren't horns hollow anyway? Somewhere. That's true. This might sound like a mistake. Well, I, real, real quick, since now we have a m moment to talk. When you guys were in there exploring, it was the large cavern in the one office, or did it go further in? I explored three rooms outside of just the main entryway, and they were all empty except for, you know, debris from a thousand years ago and that one Yeti corpse. But so there was no continuing hallway or anything? No, it kept going. I just explored the first like hundred feet of hallway and then the rooms on, on either side. I would think perhaps we should move ourselves into one of those side bit rooms that's larger for all of us to rest. I don't think we want to. I think so. Yeah. This is just one herd of Yeti. There's probably many more. But it it's a bit frightening. So the, the Yeti corpse that was in there, was that about the same size as the ones we just fought? It was maybe the smallest of them, but yes, it's about the same size. Yeah, all I, right. I was so thinking that's, about that. That's, that's interesting then. It makes Not makes really. If you know anything about alphas and, and carnivorous pack parties, the weakest runt is always picked on. He was probably trying to earn a place as not bottom dog and crawled in there to die after the bigger one hurt him badly. I mean, that's, I don't know about Yeti culture, but. Wait, wasn't it facing gashes or anything? Yeah, it, it looked like it just got clubbed and its arm got banged up or broken right. it probably was grabbed by one of these creatures and they locked horns and the other creature hit it much harder than it probably intended to instead of just cowing it it probably crushed it and or there's it, something deeper in the cave that clubbed it yeah what were you saying there Bryce? So i'm thinking one of the smaller rooms off the side and we can just watch the one entrance in and out i, I was thinking like it's on it was on its way out so but it, it were the injuries on the front or on the back it was like the back of its head, right? Uh, so it was the side of its head and its, its arm, so oh, more so, like the front. So it could be either side. So I, I'm just, because it fell forward going out of the cave instead of like backwards if it got hit, it seems like something hit it from behind. Yeah, that's what I figured. 
Well, let's let us let's go inside the tunnel and go off to one of those rooms, and you know which one's probably big enough for all our party. And we'll just that way we have the rock wall all the way around us, except for the one entrance, and we can just take turns guarding that. Okay, so and yeah, you're just going to go into the uh, guard chamber. The, rest the tunnel can help us keep it in one area. Yeah, so you're going to go into the the guard chamber right in there, the the gnome land security office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ten feet on the side, so you you'd be able to all fit in there. How big was the tunnel? Uh, Krabal will look when he comes. How big is the tunnel leading into the? So the area? main entrance is twenty feet wide and fifteen feet tall. I, I meant into the office. Oh, into the office. It's uh, it's a ten. It's ten feet wide and ar- ar- ten foot wide archway, ten feet high. Um, with Cotter and well, with everyone's help, I'd like to just take some of the debris that's in the main room and kind of just strew it across the hallway floor leading in just to act as like a noise in case something does come crawling through. Yeah, you got all those bits and pieces of rusted, broken desks, so you can definitely do that. Exactly. And then uh, I'll take first watch. Okay. So you're going to just sack out for the night? I think so. We've been traveling most of the day at this point. I'm assuming it's getting close tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, People can roll hit die. Are Are we just sleeping? Yeah, yeah. So you can roll one more set of hit dice if you want here at the end of the day. Uh, I assume I use mine after the fight. I'm assuming that counts as the same. Uh, no, you can do it one more time before we go to bed here. Mm-hmm. While we're resting. Okay. And who are the, the watches going to be? So Kraval and... I can take second. I'll take third. I'll do fourth. Okay. So uh, Kraval, give me perception check. How many? Uh, just one. Uh, perception, 24. Okay, so you are, everyone's finally kind of settled down. You can hear everyone breathing softly as, as they're sleeping. Um, as usual, Thrax is sleeping on Noan's face, so you just see the the, fo- the feathers puff up and down, puff up and down, puff up and down. And off in the distance, way in the distance, where you can barely hear, you just hear this, like, click, whirr, Scratch, 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 scratch. And then about a minute later, it stops. Could I reasonably associate that to the sounds I heard when we were in the current gnome home? You know, it does sound mechanical. I mean, that part you're kind of sure of. It's some sort of mechanical thing. But then nothing else for the whole rest of your watch. Just that little click, whirr, scratch, 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 and that's it. No Mission Liberty Prime is on his way. Um, okay. Uh, who, who was number two Me. for waking up? Arlen. Arlen. I'll wake up Arlen and let him know that I heard something that sounded gnomish of make and design moving around, but hmm. keep an eye out because if it's still active after all this time, who knows what it is. It's a gnomba. They got caught in a corner and it's just screaming. Hmm. <laughs> I don't see anything. It's a total of four. Nope. Yeah, you're just kind of sitting there, and and I mean, you hear a little bit of uh, rasp of snow flurries as the wind kind of blows a little swirl around the door uh, next to you there, you know, twenty feet down the hall, but that's about it. And then third, I'm going to tell you about the robot as well. Okay, seventeen. Okay, and yours is just completely quiet, Cotter. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing seems to happen. It's just uh, winds died down as it's mm-hmm. further into night. Yep. Somewhere maybe off in the distance you hear maybe a dire wolf howling, but that's about it. And then finally fourth. 
Who took four? No one. No one did? Barely did I roll a seven. Okay. And yeah, you don't really notice anything on your shift either. And uh, you start to notice the rays of dawn illuminating the passage to your right. And uh, you realize it's time to get everybody up. I will shake folks up. I'll have Drax uh, go lick Arlen awake. It's been eight hours, so uh, you're... Do we still aid. need Kerbal to have create food and water? I mean, we have rations for right now. I also have well, good berries. I know berry. we gave some to the guys watching our rams. That's why I'm asking, because I was going to swap out some spells, but I want to know if we should keep that one. I have good berry, and I can feed us. We can eat Getty if we yeah. need to. I have create food and water as well, so... We're, we're fine. I'll drop mine. I'd like to bring, because I just realized we were fighting without a resurrection spell, because I want to... I have a resurrection yeah. spell. Wait, you didn't have Revivify? No, I haven't had it for a while. Oh, I, I keep ah! it around. Ah! Let, me, let me rephrase that, because that sounds worse than it is. I don't have Revivify because I picked up my next level resurrection. Ah, okay. Um, I'm going to give Cotter... My, the potion of um, invulnerability. Okay. Because I think you can use it a little bit better than I can. Because I'm going to go down regardless. Okay. I will keep it forever, like the potion of stone giant strength. Mm -hmm. We're going to go and actually fight a level for real at the end of the campaign, and I'll come out and down both those potions at the same and time. And then die. And then explode. <laughs> and then explode because of the magic yeah. mixing. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'll roll a two hundreds on a D hundred, and I'll get both effects permanently. I think that was in the original rules somewhere. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, or you could literally die. Or nothing could happen. There we go. Okay, so um, are we all ready to travel again then? I think it's time to move on further. Okay, so the, this shaft seems to go just straight into the side of the mountain and then has, uh, like I said, some rooms on the side. So, Adri, uh, are you going to um, lead them on to the Gnomewares and then the uh, Magic Skillet restaurant that you saw before? No yes. gnome joke? and I will do... Pat well, I don't know if, if we need to stop in those rooms because I already scattered them out and there was yeah. nothing particularly interesting. Unless but, people uh, want to take another look through, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you all, but I didn't see anything when I went in. Do you want to burn key points or do we just want to go cautiously? Uh, no, we'll, we'll definitely do Pass Without a Trace. I have plenty of key points. Um, okay. So, Pass Without a Trace, I'll stay 30 feet ahead and I'll be... I guess, invisible. <laughs> Give them a little bit of a buffer of warning. Sounds good. So Adri melds off into the darkness. Um, and this is not illuminated in any way. So you'll have to use your eyeglasses there, Creval. Um, and um, Yeah, I will. Actually, am I the only one without dark vision? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes, I'll use my glasses. Just making sure. I just want to make, just make sure I clarify that I did tell no one and Adri and Cotter about hearing something that sounded of gnomish make moving around. You know, I'm wondering if that was a gnomish trap that took out that Yeti. I mean, we can only hope if there's no marks on it other than like the sign of getting bashed in the head. I would think a Yeti fight would, would be a little bit more bloody. So maybe I'm, I'm, that was a trap resetting. 
Potentially, but I'm also thinking you can't have been the only person that thought about making a battle bot to train with. Well, or it could true. be a Roomba. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we should be checking for traps as we move along. Um, well, that'll have your speed if you want to do that. We're already being cautious. I mean, I think that would be fine. Okay. So I, I think the monks can move twice as fast as the rest of the party. So Okay. So, so Adri, are you going to check for any traps as you go forward then? Yes. Okay. So give me an investigation roll. Um, question, Adri. In this instance, can I go with you to help yep. you look? Because I have a really good perception. Right, yeah, um, I think we're doing investigation, though, for traps. Oh, uh, I have a plus five on that. I just wanted to know. Okay, have a zero. That may be a good idea. Well, if Kaval's going to go along with you with his, uh, you know, you might as well just have the whole party together then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I'm not that loud. Yeah. And in fact, you're pretty pretty stealthy because you have plus one to hide. Well, I have plus three to hide, but I'm also yeah. not wearing armor anymore, so I'm really exactly. quiet. And we all have plus ten to stealth right yep. now, so. so I just wanted um, to like, give you like advantage, like eight or something like that to help you look, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Well, I got a 14 on investigation. I don't know if anything that Creval can do can increase that or. Just, just helping you look, i.e. roll with advantage. If, Oh, got it. Yeah, Michael's okay with that. Yep. Actually, if you're going together, you might as well just roll individually. So you can mm-hmm. roll and, and Adri can roll. 25. Okay. Yeah, you don't find any traps in this section as you move forward. And after 20 feet past the uh, magic skillet, both walls open up both to the right and to the left. To the right, it opens up into a 30 by 30 space. To the left, it's a much wider space. It is 40 feet wide by 70 feet long. And on the right side, the name carved above the entrance here is the Dapper Duds. And you can see decayed and insect-eaten wooden racks that line the walls and also stand upright in the center of the room. Well, upright's a generous term. Um, There's a round counter in the middle of the room. And um, half of that has collapsed onto the floor. And most of the racks seem to have degraded to the point where they're just broken and collapsed. And there are a few piles of decayed cloth that might have once have been garments. Do you want to investigate there? And actually to the left, as you look to the left, the um, title above this wide open room is Gnome on the Range. And it's a wide open area and it appears to once have been an archery range. There's evidence of a safety rope in the front in the area, and there's metal stakes to hold arrows. In the back of the range is what appears to be blocks of some kind of foam used to backstop the targets. They have mostly disintegrated into piles of foam pieces and left the wooden stands naked. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, on one side of the range, there's a skeleton of a ruminant, maybe a stag or an elk. And even more strangely, there's a mummified remains of a melon sitting in front of it. I think we can ignore no. that safely. Uh, I've I've heard legend of this. Actually, it's a folk tale uh, brought down generation to generation in my family about um, uh, gnome gnome. It was quite it's quite a story. Yeah, you've heard about the one that was on the range where the deer and the antelope play. Cantaloupe, in fact. The That's deer right. and the cantaloupe play. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say those uh, gnomes sure did a good job with their foam particles that last a thousand years without well, decaying. They, they 
fallen into little bitty pieces, so they have decayed. Yeah. yeah. But where's Princess? But if I, if I think a, it's important to note how many shakings of the head I'm seeing poor Jesse do at these horrible fans. <laughs> I think what's funny about it is because so Adri is is able to translate all the gnomish, right? Mm-hmm. So in gnomish, none of that rhymes with with home or anything. So it's just like by sheer accident, all of the the ancient gnomes of this cavernous dwelling have made puns. Yes. Yeah. Entirely by accident. Well, they they are a gifted race when it comes to things like that. Um, anyway, so you have what apparently so is a clothier in one side and an archery range on the other. What are you What are you going to do? I think we. I, I think we should continue. Around. Um, I know. Probably everything was abandoned in a rush. I want to just see if there's anything that survived the ravages of time that might incline like something special or unique. Okay, um, so yeah, we're going to check out the range or the apparently the clothing shop, and also the uh, corridor keeps going deeper into the mountainside. I think we should just keep going. Uh, I definitely want to just check the archery range. I Maybe want to see if I can get Adrian could use. Yeah, ancient it's, bolts. It's been a thousand years. I think all mm-hmm. the arrows and bolts would have, like, the wooden parts would have disintegrated. Well, and in fact, Unless as... it's just gnomish design, which yeah. maybe you're, they're fine. I guess. As, as you're looking around, I, yeah. I have personally very little interest in actually checking out any of these rooms, because I would like to get the phylactery and get out of here. Okay, just, just a passing glance. Oh. I'm not going to hold anything up. Okay, well, if you take a look around real quick, Kraval, you do find half a dozen um, metal arrowheads. The, the, the shafts have all broken and, and decayed. Uh, one's a regular target point. The other one's a broadhead, you know, for hunting. The other four, though, are crazy shapes, and you can't even puzzle out what they might possibly have done. One of them's a wine opener. I'll, I'll just drop them into my bag. It's something okay. that uh, hunters can look at and maybe adopt for their ways. Okay. And um, are you going to check out the clothier at all? Only in the sense that I'm making sure there's no other creatures hiding in there. Yeah, I guess we can just like glance through, like not super in depth. Okay. And you guys are looking around and all of a sudden you hear a click and a whir. Hmm. And a small device that looks kind of like a small wastebasket with wheels comes out of a cabinet in the back of the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it starts going around and two arms come out and they've got like three fingered hands that are in these kind of puffy white gloves mm-hmm. and one of them's holding a dustpan and the other one's holding well it would look like a whisk broom but it's just a whisk it's just the knob of it with just a couple of little tiny pieces of, of whisk hanging off and it just kind of goes scrape 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 around the room it's a gnome and well, um, you, you notice that the name on the side as it goes by you, um, Arlen, is the Sweepatron 999. <laughs> and it kind of goes around the room and then just goes back into the cabinet. Oh, it doesn't get stuck in a corner and just like no. spin in circles. It doesn't constantly bang into the cat and, <laughs> and not go anywhere. Wally. Uh-uh. <laughs> so you're going to continue on or do you want to look around the room some more here? Uh, no. Okay. Scrape, scrape, scrape. I have to do something before. Can and I, just, like, I don't want to pour through crap. I'm just going to lick over around see if anything stands out. If it doesn't immediately stand out, that's okay. it. Nope, nothing immediately stands out. Um, and you're going to continue down the hallway. 
Yes, cautiously. Sounds good. And as you continue down the hallway, it's only about 10 more feet before the thing opens up again. That's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, um, first things first, didn't expect this fight to be quite this difficult. Now, granted, as we've gone over in the past two episodes, the party wasn't supposed to split themselves up quite like this and uh, end up so far away. Um, but even then, uh, the party seems to do so well getting past all the crowd control. I wasn't expecting to lose Jade Claw for the entire fight. And uh, even then, uh, you know, we lost... Adri and Noan at various points in the fight and nearly lost the rest of them and obviously Arlen as well. So uh, this one was more difficult than we were expecting. Now I did the math on it, the Dungeon Master's Guide and then a bunch of online tools have gone and done the math for figuring out how many creatures you should put in an encounter. But as has been kind of famously pointed out a number of places online, um, that math kind of breaks down as we get into the higher levels. And we are in the higher levels. So I almost, almost put another Yeti in here. Um, that could have been a disaster. So kind of glad I didn't. Uh, the next thing is um, the melon or the gnome range there uh, you heard a bunch of people talking about the fabled gnome gnome and that's a reference as i think i've talked about before to a uh, one-shot adventure i did for the party a long time ago and the first thing they came across was a courtyard with an archery range and a gnome and on the far side was a croquet yard where there was a stag pushing a uh, cantaloupe or a melon through the croquet wickets and when they approached the gnome, he says, my name is Gnome Gnome. Have you heard of me? And everyone just kind of stares at me. And I said, certainly you've heard of Gnome Gnome on the range where the deer and the cantaloupe play. And I destroyed the whole table because they weren't expecting that. Anyways, it tends to come back uh, here again. <laughs> and the last thing to talk about is healing. Everybody was talking about the healing there. And in my mind, um, no. Uh, when you get healed, magically at least, you are just wonderfully refreshed. You know, the uh, power of the gods has infused you and you wake up feeling glorious. But uh, it's interesting to see how each person tends to interpret what happens in the game world. Anyway, so the party has uh, won through the Yeti finally. They're into the gnome home. And it's pretty clear that they're going to be taking 1d10 pun damage at every corner. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>